Hi, welcome to Race House with me, Joe Lee. And me, Darren Reeves. It is 2024. We are back in the driving seat for Formula One. Another season after such a dominant season last year by Red Bull. What does the future hold for this year? We've got teams galore. We've got new names of teams. We've got new liveries. We've got potential driver changes. Um, we've got new circuits on the horizon. Uh, it's a really exciting time to be in Formula One, Darren. Well, Joe, I've got to say it's been a couple of months now since you and I were in Abu Dhabi seeing that final lap in the fireworks uh, of what was a historic season. Uh, can you remember who won it? Uh, yeah, I'm not quite sure. Do you, do, do quite, you quite sure. remember? <laughs> we're having too much <laughs> fun know, on the super yachts. Yeah. <laughs> we were. You know, the best thing for me is we're all back to zero points again. And we've. It, it's so exciting, that feeling of a new season of of new car liveries of of new car designs hopefully with you know and all getting a bit closer to red bull and i'm expecting that with the rule changes not having changed everybody's going to get closer uh, to max and i can't wait i think it's going to be really exciting uh and it's literally happening in was it two weeks time three three weeks time isn't it three weeks time we we kick off and uh, right, the, yeah. but do you know there's one thing for me that I'm disappointed with? It's the first season in Formula One history where there's no rookie driver. Ah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't even think. Yeah, that. yeah. You know, we've got the same driver lineup, which shows consistency. I think it also shows where we've got older drivers now with Alonso and Lewis, who's going to be turning 40. You know, these guys can are physically fitter, you know, than people. Mind you saying that Nigel Mansell won the 1992 championship at the age of 40. And, uh, you know, and who knows? Lewis could win this season, and <laughs> you know, and, and then... Fingers crossed. You know, exactly. Uh, so, but 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 we know Max and Red Bull are starting on the front foot. You know, they've, they've, they've obviously been uh, developing probably sooner than anybody else for this season as well, because they had it all wrapped up so soon. You know, it's, uh, but, but, but what's been happening really over the December period and the Christmas period? Well, I remember at the time, but mate, the world is moving so fast in Formula One. It's, just, it's a whirlwind of a circus already, you know, and yeah. we, we've had some amazing, amazing news in the last week, haven't we, Joe? There, there, there's, a, well, incredible news, really. I mean, it's been like a double double whopper, really. Uh, well, let's talk about the big one that we're interested in is yeah. Lewis Hamilton is moving to Ferrari in 2025. Yeah. Um, now, I think it shocked a lot of people because um, he's been Mercedes through and through for so long. Um, obviously, before he was at McLaren and he did great. He, he won a world championship. But that, but that was a Mercedes engine, Joe. It was. It was a great yeah. partnership they, those guys had. Um, Mercedes, you know, the team, you could say birthed by Michael Schumacher, um, now has um, some Mick Schumacher in the stable there as well. Um, look, for Lewis, he's done... Yeah, amazing that Mercedes six world titles there. Um, in was it in seven years? I think. Um, it was absolutely. It was... Yeah, yeah, six in seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was right, and um, it, it, it was his dominant era, and it was great, you know, to really be a part of that and for us to see that close up. Um, but I think it's always on the bucket list for a lot of these drivers to say they've driven at Ferrari. 
you know, when they're kids and they see these cars, they look at this Mark and Ferrari, has that sleek, sexy look about it. You see the road cars everywhere. And I think there is something really ingrained in every driver. They want to have a spell at Ferrari. Look at Vettel, look at Alonso. Um, you know, they've all had a little spell there and it's something they can tick off. I think for Lewis, if you think what other team, you know, if he's getting older and he wants to maybe think about retiring soon, well, you know, where would he go? Well, he wouldn't go to Red Bull, that's for sure. Um, mm -hmm. Could he go back to McLaren? It could have been, yeah, I think that's a possibility. Um, you know, but their lineup now is so strong. And with other cars and other manufacturers, they probably haven't got the pace and, you know, the car that he's used to. Ferrari, though, have shown that. Sainz had a really uh, good season last year. I mean, uh, Singapore, I think he was. He was the only person to beat Red Bull. Yeah. The um, only driver. And he's been rewarded with that. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's been rewarded yeah. so well. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, so yeah, he will lose his seat. So um, yeah. he's Lewis is moving over to Ferrari. Signs we do not know yet where signs will go. Um, yeah. I can't see it being a straight swap to Mercedes. Um, I think he may go somewhere else. But he's been all over the place, hasn't he? Signs he has. He he started off at Toro Rosso. Uh, he then went to Renault. I remember. He then went to McLaren and partnered mm -hmm. Lando. And now, obviously, having had his his tenure at Ferrari cut short, really. Uh, I don't think he's done anything wrong. I think he's no. been a, a good driver for every team he's raced with. He's consistent. He's likable. He will definitely have a drive somewhere where I genuinely don't have a clue. But I do agree with you. I don't see him at Mercedes. I don't see it as a swap. So, uh, uh, but, but, just go for me. Just going back to Lewis, I, it reminds me of when Nigel Mansell signed for Ferrari. He left Williams, went to Ferrari, and won his very first race uh, in the '91 season. I, I, th I think it was '91 uh, or no '90, 1990 season. Uh, but it, it didn't work out. He went back to Williams, and of course, the rest is history. Won the '92 championship. And uh, it just reminds me of that. To have a British driver in Ferrari is really rare. You know, and but Ferrari are the pinnacle of the pinnacle for me mm -hmm. of Formula One. And uh, I, 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 it is it for me, it has put the buzz back into Formula One, which it needed a little bit ever since ever since Abu Dhabi 21. Th there's been a little bit of spark gone for a lot of British fans, I think, with what went on with Lewis. Mm -hmm. Lewis now is not a race winner. You know, I was listening to somebody saying, oh, they're breaking up that winning formula of Mercedes and Hamilton. It's not a winning formula anymore. No. You know, then Lewis hasn't broken it up. That's already been broken. But he has to roll the dice. And I think this is the best move I think Ferrari have ever made. They've got the best driver yeah. in the most successful and historic team you know and if anybody can make it happen he can they've not had a world champion since 2007 who was that joe wow oh um uh kimmy correct exactly and uh, and of course they and mike <laughs> and then when michael was there you know from 2000 to 2004 uh, he won five world championships in a row so for me even doing that in a row uh, with Lewis doing six in seven, you know, it's it's unprecedented dominance, you know, from these top, top people. And we're and scared we're going to see the same from Max. 
but we saw how good the Ferrari was last year. I mean, yeah. it it really has turned around. I mean, I really hope they've done some amazing improvements. For Lewis, you know, it, it's going to be a local team. He lives in Monaco. So, you know, Marinello is not far from him now. So he's got a shorter commute to work, uh, you know, when uh, between races. Um, yeah. And it is also, you know, it, it's a bigger fit for him for brands lewis uh, because you know with all the fashion and everything which lewis brings to that now he's a bit ferrari i mean this is i cannot wait for next season i want to kind of skip this season and go straight to next season um, <laughs> well but... I, the thing the thing is joe it's going to be every race we're all going to be talking about lewis in a ferrari next year so it is yeah. going to be this season because of the excitement and the build-up my wife always says to me why do you book holidays last minute i want to spend six months looking forward to it and I'm like, but I don't know what I'm doing. Is this is a little bit like that? It's looking forward to the dream holiday, and we're you know all through this yeah. season, and it's going to be interesting how Mercedes are going to close the knowledge door onto Lewis and Lewis's team as well, because Bono is going to be moving with him as well, isn't he? Pete Bonington is that is that race true? engineer? Is, is coming yeah, over? I so I believe. So I believe. Right. Well, so, also, uh, a big question. Sorry, a big question is, you know, who's going to yeah. take the Mercedes seat? Um, yes. yeah, George Russell is staying there. So you could say he's the kind of the elder driver now of, of the stable. Well, um, but he's been amazing, George. I mean, like last mm -hmm. season was fantastic. Um, you know, you've got Mick Schumacher there in the wings. Yep. Whether or not that will be the straight insert, um, it will probably save the team a few quid as well. Um or do they get someone seasoned? There's Carlos Sainz out there. You know, Alonso is out there. I can't see them doing an Aston Martin and bringing in a, an, an elder statesman. Um, I can see Sainz at Aston Martin, by the way. Uh, I, I can see that as well. Yeah, that's our prediction but, uh, for next year. Yeah, but I, I love Alonso in the Aston Martin. I've got to say, it's, it was just a joy especially the first half of the season was just wonderful to watch him get those podiums um and i can see the attraction to mercedes of bringing in a multiple world championship champion in alonso <clears throat> but what about vettel well this is what people <laughs> this is a dream thing isn't it people talk about because like you got the german connection which is great but this is basically what schumacher did and people yeah. were saying, well, you know, he's probably getting itchy. He's racing, isn't he? He's in another. Um, I've not followed him. I've just, all I know is he, he, somewhere. He, he's bee, beekeeping in Japan is all we know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the problem, though, is that, you know, would he be interested in participating still? You know, he's very eco-friendly now. And, you know, it's all the travel. It's the hard work. I mean, he's enjoying the family mm. life. I'm not sure where he lives. Maybe Switzerland, I think he lives. Not um, sure, not sure. Maybe, uh, but I don't know. I mean, it's up to him, isn't it? But he knows yeah. the circus, whether or not he wants to come in for a couple of years, whether he's still sharp enough, you know, because these guys are fighter pilots. I mean, you're out of the well, car for a few races. You've got to sharpen up. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, I, the, for Mercedes, since Mercedes came into Formula One in 2010, they've only had Schumacher, Rosberg, Hamilton, mm. and Russell. Germans and Brits. It's a very, very much a, a German-British company. So I think Mick Schumacher is a fit. I think Vettel is a fit. What about Oliver Behrman in Formula 2? He's now become Ferrari um, reserve driver for this season. So we're going to see him in FP1. He's been doing fantastically in FP2. He's the next Brit to come around. 
why don't they roll the dice and take a chance as they did with George? Well, the second chance, the second chance, I mean, George was racing for Williams uh, for a while and he did actually show some some great uh, moments in Williams. Mm. Um, But I don't know. I mean, we're talking about one of, I think, top three, if maybe top two, um, you know, uh, can't talk, teams teams yes car companies i I, I would say top i'd say top three i i wouldn't separate ferrari and mercedes now and if i'm on oh hello we've got some balloons going on in the background joe did you see that (laughs) oh what's that thumbs up i think that's that is that that no oh yeah there's this (laughs) you've got that i don't know what i did brilliant this is exciting yes we're learning we're learning Um, hello to all the Hey! Oh, that fireworks. We're just going to end up having fun with filters. Um, so, no, uh, I, I'm, okay, I'm... I agree. Top three teams. But, like, yeah. you know, uh, do they want to take a chance on a rookie? I don't think so. I think they need someone who knows these circuits inside out. They've got your multi million pound car there. And mm. They need someone with experience who can jump in and go in and attack. Um, they haven't got yeah. time to train anyone. But Mick Schumacher has been there for uh, what, a whole season, uh, if not more, hanging around. Um, I, I, I feel like it's longer. Yeah, feels like well, it's longer. We, we all love mm. the name. It's got the German connection. I just don't know if he is good enough. Is he trading off the name more than, you know, Rosberg traded off the name, came in and became world champion. He did it. Can Mick Schumacher do the same thing? I'm not sure. I'll be honest with you. You know, we, when Magnussen came back into Haas, Magnussen was like, look, guys, and, and Magnussen's a midfield driver. He, he was I love him. I think he's brilliant. And I think him and Hulk are a great team pairing for Haas. But uh, I, I'm just not sure. I, th- I think I think if it was me making the decision, if I was going to cho- choose a German driver, I think I would put Vettel in and see. And if he doesn't do it, put well, Mick in after. Interesting. We'll see what happens. Mm. Um, and uh, one thing is for sure, no one will be racing for Andretti. Uh, it seems that the Andretti bid uh, to be the 11th team in Formula One has been uh, denied. Uh, the FIA actually, I think, approved it and said, yeah, we've yep. got no problems with that. Uh, but F1 um, have said no chance. And it's strange why, because they had this whole, um, is it the Concord um, yep. agreement uh, and said, we want to get a couple more teams in. Um, it's going to spice it up. Obviously, it brings more money in. It does dilute the winnings, the pot, a bit more. But I think with the extra cash that will be generated and the new teams from different places, it would probably um, out, out, out uh, perform that. But I don't know. People have said no. And there's something else going on. So Andretti has been turned down. But Andretti have said they will uh, will appeal. Let's see what happens with that. There's great race in history with Mario Andretti. Uh, as well, and and this uh, both of them. I forget what's what's his name, his first name. Younger Michael. Andretti, Michael. That's it. Michael. Uh, so yeah. Mario and Michael um, do have a race and legacy, and I don't know. It could have been a good fit. Another American team. You know, America is growing for F one. Let's see what happens. Another place that's growing um, is Spain, and uh, quite controversially, perhaps um, Madrid has stolen <laughs> essentially the Spanish Grand Prix from Barcelona. Mm. Um, now, you know, uh, is it a street race they're proposing? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's a street race around the circuit, um, quite central as well to to the city. Um, I, I, I was in Madrid back in September, uh, my first sort of time there, and I went to see the Real Madrid, well, um, Atletico versus Real, 
and saw Real be beaten. It was the first time they were beaten. So I've got a little bit of affinity with Madrid. However, I've got an affinity with Barcelona as well. And Joe, you know, you've done the uh, race uh, at the Circuit de Catalunya. I did it in 2022, 21, 20. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, yeah. And um, I loved it. I think it's a great circuit. I, uh, I, I, but the problem is, is access. Uh, it, it, it was a nightmare um, getting in. And what they're saying is that they, they want more street races. And, uh, and Madrid, you know, you're not going to have any access problems getting into a city centre. Everything's there. The hotels are already there. You know, in the way that Vegas is as well. It's, yeah. you know, and, 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 uh, and I can see where they're going with it. Um, but you think it's, you know, you, 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 you I, I don't know. I don't know whether it's a political thing or whether it's or, or what it is, but I, I love the idea of new circuits. Um, I hate the idea of getting rid of classic circuits. And I, for me, that Spanish circuit is a classic circuit. It's a classic circuit. I do find it a bit boring as a race. I find the Spanish Grand Prix, I don't know why, um, I just feel it's not particularly exciting, um, that circuit. But these circuits have been specially designed, uh, A, to provide a, a great drive and to make it as exciting as possible. And that's why you see changes to tracks. You know, Abu Dhabi yeah. changed the section of the track and Bahrain have done that as well in different circuits. Yep. Um, and that, you know, they're purpose made. They've got the paddocks there for the teams and they've got the ingress, the egress. They've got villages for the fans set up. You know, it, it's like a proper, proper do. It's a proper festival, essentially. Yeah. When you do a street race, everything's spread out everywhere. And it is a bit of a nightmare to get around because you, you can't drive here, you can't drive there. If you're bringing anything in with a van or a truck, it's a, a crazy logistical thing to do a street race. Um, the other thing is that, you know, you haven't got the fans in one spot, really. You have some grandstands dotted around, but people were in balconies and it's great. It looks like Monaco, you know, every yeah. kind of race. You look at Azerbaijan as a good example, as it winds through the, the whole old historic center. Um, but, you know, look at what happened in Vegas. You had a manhole that came up and ruined Ferrari's day. Uh, yeah. you know, these things, and you, they have to spend so much money on the roads. Let's not forget Madrid. You know, Spain isn't a rich country really anymore. No. There, there are strikes nearly every single week for you know, the nurses, the firefighters, yeah, or everybody in government, the public servants are striking every single week. And I was in Madrid and every single week there was something. Um, I don't know if this is gonna go off without a hitch. The amount of money they're gonna have to spend to create this and create it every single year, essentially from scratch, um, yeah. it's gonna cost a fortune. So yeah. I, I don't know how the public are gonna to react to this, but I think they've got it for, how many years? Is it 10 years that I, they're gonna do it for? I, I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I've got it. Formula One moves so fast, Joe, and this news of Madrid broke mm. sort of two, two, three weeks ago now, didn't it? Mm. And uh, I looked at the actual circuit of it. And is it 2026? Here we go. Yeah, 2026. Um, yeah. It, it's it's going to be 2026. And I'm just nosing now to see if it's we've probably got a minimum of five. The, um, the deal. Here we are. The deal which runs until 2035. So it's 10 years means Madrid years. will host be the host of the country's Grand Prix for the first time since 1981, when there was a Jamara circuit 20 miles outside the capital. So so and and, and circuit to 
um, Barcelona Catalonia has had that since 1991. Uh, uh, but do you know what? It, on the flip side, though, like you said, it's all purpose built in Barcelona. Just like Silverstone. Mm. And Silverstone has just signed a 10-year deal as well with Formula One. So the That's British right. Grand Prix is guaranteed. I think Silverstone is a wonderful, wonderful event. I think the access roads have now been made brilliant on the, uh, what is it, the A43 or something in, you know, from uh, Oxford and, and Milton Keynes. It, it's it's really good. The parking is excellent. The only problem with it is it's too far away from London. Exactly. And a lot of, Would you change yeah, it to London? Would I? I think the television would like it um but i just love silverstone I, for me it would it would have to be two races to lose silverstone which most of the drivers say is the best track to drive alongside spa uh or japan maybe suzuka uh would i have it near london it really it's for the corporate it, uh, yeah because you say it's too far away or too far away from who <laughs> because if you live in birmingham <laughs> Or Northampton or Milton Keynes, and you're you, you happy days. Of course. Um, it's bang in the middle of the country, kind of pretty much. Uh, yep. So actually, everyone is within a couple of hours of it. Um, so actually, it's probably well located. But you're right, London is really the thumping heart of it. Mm. So much that they do uh, Grand Prix balls and things just before the race in London. Yes. Um, I, I think Silverstone should stay. It's a brilliant circuit. I agree with you. It's such a huge, huge event as well. It is insane. We've been lucky to be in the paddock club um, over there many, many times. Um, yeah. And but be able to to dip out and see a thing. And I know you go as well with the guys and with your kids. Yep. Uh, and you walk around the whole thing. And we walk the track. We love Silverstone completely. So please don't take Silverstone away. And you can't because you've got it for 10 years. So yes. um, I think that's an amazing thing. Um, these these circuits are, are really highlighted as well um, on television. You know, to see these things on television uh, now with the cameras and the new things that they're doing, you get real feel for it. Um, especially with um, the Netflix hit, which is Drive to Survive. And the new series is out on the 23rd of February. Um, it's going to be a recap of last year. So I don't know how many episodes there is, six to eight episodes, perhaps. It's normally and, eight, uh, I think, yeah. Yeah, and it will go through the whole season. Basically, spoiler alert, Red Bull will win the whole thing. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what they're going to talk about. Um, you know, it's going to be the last chance to see uh, Gunter. Uh, yes, that's that was news remember well, that was big news uh, why we, we haven't even mentioned it joe so gunter for me is the star of drive to survive i think he yeah. they that you know he's been such brilliant entertainment you know he's had a book out as well i think was it survive to drive and uh <laughs> my, my wife has done it in the, in the car as an audiobook i've not even listened or read it you know she said it's absolutely brilliant but but time really i'm too busy learning songs again at the moment but uh, yeah, Gunter, what's Gunter going to do? I think we're going to see him on television pretty much from the first FP1 of Bahrain. Oh, you think he's going to be a That's my instinct. I do also think that he might have been in with Andretti. Um, there could be uh, yeah. something there because he lives in America. Um, and, and going back to Andretti, I'm, just to say I'm gutted about it because I think Formula One are wrong. I think it's greed. And I think that maybe FIA could increase the prize money by one-tenth so that it actually makes it happen. Because FIA wants it. We need 12 teams in Formula One with the best 24 drivers. That's the Concord Agreement. Make it happen, FIA. You know, it's just money, mm. Joe. 
and there's so much money flying around. You know, if it's not with the teams, it's with the oil companies, you know, and <laughs> just do it, make it happen. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's interesting with uh, Gunter. Um, I mean, look, we, we skipped over the fact he's, he's now been, um, well, he's fired as, as team principal yes. for Haas. And uh, now uh, former engineer, well, head of engineer was um, uh, Ayo Komatsu, um, who I assume is a Japanese uh, fellow. Yes. He's taken over as the principal. Um, but Gunter, yeah, interesting, maybe interesting, because Gunter, m- many people don't know this, he's Italian, but he's also American. Um, yep. so, uh, he, I think that could have been a good play. He could have gone over to Andretti anyway, and maybe Haas wasn't interested. I don't well, know. It's all it, speculation, but, um, do you know what? If, if Gunter's looking for something to do, I'd love to interview him on here, Joe. So, uh, if, if anybody's got an in with Gunter, let's get him on. He's bored yeah. at the moment. Nothing to do. Yeah. Well, talking of that, we'll I bumped into, I bumped into Zach Brown of, of McLaren. Yes. Uh, and uh, he's been doing a sterling job, and uh, I had a little chat with him, which was fantastic, and mm-hmm. uh, congratulated him on a, an amazing recovery last season. Um, but he was very gracious to spend a bit of time with us, and uh, we did swap details. So um, watch this space. Maybe we can uh, entice Zach on here as well. Yeah, it'd um, be great. So uh, once we get Zach, then I'm sure we'll get Gunter. <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. And Joe, you know, hopefully we're going to be at some races this season as well. Um, I know I'm away on tour till the end of April, but um, I also know that I'm going to be down at the historic Formula One event in Monaco, uh, mm. which happens two weeks before the race. So, uh, um, you know, we uh, we might be able to do some uh, stuff from various places. And if it, and then I'm going to be at the go-karting circuits as well this season. So Lucas is racing in Super One, which is uh, the national championships and being televised. So if we can be at some uh, karting circuits, race circuits, and any others, you know, Joe, I, I, um, I was in Singapore and they'd built a little karting circuit in Marina Bay for, oh, wow. I was there for New Year and uh, I had a little walk up and down the pit lane and did all my little Formula One things and bored my wife to tears. But uh, yeah, we found uh, they were doing, uh, they were running uh, cosmic carts uh, in, uh, in Marina Bay. So uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's hopefully we can not just do it from our well, from my music studio here and uh, and my bedroom in Dubai, Joe. <laughs> wherever I may be, wherever I may be. Um, yeah. yeah, well, no, we'll, we'll have to put some of that Singapore footage. I did see some. It's very good, actually. It's very cool. It's very fan, uh, very geeking out and, and the fan. Uh, I, I, I was. Yeah, but it's yeah, great. It, we'll have to actually go to it as well. I do yeah. have some um, connections in Singapore. Maybe we we'll have to try and get over there. Um, well, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Be absolutely great. But Joe, I, I, um, wherever I go, where there's been Formula One, whether it's there now or has been, in, but the last time I was in Singapore was pre two thousand and eight, pre Nelson Piquet and Fabio Briatore, Flavio Briatore's, uh, yeah, sort of disaster, really. But, uh, but mm. yeah, Crashgate. That's the word I was trying to think of. But, uh, but it, it's it's always a joy to mem- you know sort of have those memories of uh, standing at the bottom of uh, of the final corner of the bottom of the big wheel, imagining those cars going round is 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 just a joy. So uh, it, I, I recommend it to anybody. Go go to yeah. any Formula One circuit and walk around. Go and have a walk around at the circuit. You know, go and find a race near you. Also, you know, I should say Formula One is quite an expensive sport to to kind of follow if you want to go and travel to all these places. You look at America and Vegas and Singapore. But, you know, if you're in Europe, go to Hungary. Hungary is one of the cheapest tickets on the calendar. 
it's beautiful it's always in the summer it's roasting hot every time i've been there uh apart from one year when it rained um were you there for that one i can't remember uh, no i've not done hungry okay. joe i've not done it all all i know is you were facetiming me whilst uh, they had that red flag and lewis oh, yeah. was the only one who started on the grid after the red flag everybody came in to change tires one of it. the funniest funniest moments in Formula Very One strange. for me. They messed yeah. that up, didn't they? Um, but uh, yeah, Hungary is fantastic. And it's um, it's pretty cheap. I think it's only like 250 bucks for the weekend uh, pounds. Um, and that gets you around everywhere. You can walk all the way around pretty much the track um, mm -hmm. and maybe on the track after. Now, uh, an important little bit of news. Um, you can't walk on the track in in many places now that they're stopping it they're starting to stop the whole walking on the, i think it was australia they said they're not going to allow people to walk on the track anymore wow i'm i'm yeah. really surprised at that it's, it's uh um, I, I when i when i was in australia joe like i've done melbourne four times and I can remember it was all back in the early 2000s, so 2001, and uh, Jacques Villeneuve had a really bad crash at turn three at the same corner where Alonso went spinning in the in the McLaren and, and Martin Brundle in the very first one went loop the loop uh, in his Jordan. Uh, but walking the track is such a special experience for every fan. And once you've walked around a corner or a track, you'll then watch it on television completely different because you sense what it's like to be on the track on that corner and and so like, like i did in singapore i recommend everybody if you can't afford to go to a race go to a track when you know in in closes and find out if you can get to it look around it because it it just changes that television experience doesn't it so i'm if i haven't heard that news mate but that that's gutting because i that's something i love to do uh, uh, uh you know amazing. during a race weekend ideally after <laughs> after a race there's not many now where you can do it but if you do get an opportunity to do it, do it. you know see the podium if you can it's, it gets very yep. busy there but then start a walk as soon as you can uh, and um and crack on it's about 5k is the average length of a track um mm. get it done because when you by the time you get to the end you start to be shepherded off um so if you want to do a full lap of it then um yeah crack on and, and, and get the walk on but um there's also the bike ban as well which i think is so sad so the drivers can't cycle around on the why? thursday why? i know i know no idea why um they said yeah they're not allowed to cycle around they're not allowed to use e-scooters um i, I have oh, no idea on. maybe they're scared of something falling off the bike and being on the track but they clean the track with the dust carts and stuff i don't know why it, it's very sad all these uh, and also the teams aren't allowed to climb on the fence when the when their drivers won they're not allowed to climb on the fence and cheer them at the end they're not allowed to do that anymore who's who's doing all this it's probably the fia i, I guess it's got um, it's got to be but they're spoiling all sad. the fun spoiling all the well, fun i mean i understand safety and there was a point i can't remember which one it was later in the season last year when someone came into the pits and there was a whole group of photographers there uh still standing in, yes. in the pit lane which was so dangerous yeah. and the race hadn't finished yet um that was a mess up i get it but that's so different to letting people walk around the track at the end or letting the drivers you know every, um, on thursday a lot of drivers run the track and in the evenings yeah, after the thing you know that's their exercise to do a 5k run all the way around the track and that's their exercise done for the for, for the day or the weekend um it's very sad so 
everyone keep the fun keep the fun we want to get closer to the action want to feel the track i think we mm. kissed the track as well didn't we hit silverstone ah uh, jo joe i know <laughs> i know we're running live but i've done a video of me kissing the track on the anderson bridge in singapore and uh and uh, i must send it into greg james they have a he has a podcast doesn't he now and uh the radio one dj and they have a whole thing about kissing the track so uh yes remind me thank you for reminding me yeah, so that's our new thing. We'll kiss the track every time we go to one. I'm quite happy with that. That's fine. Um, I'll take some <laughs> lip salve or something. Um, hey, that's been an amazing roundup. The first race is coming up. It's Bahrain, the Bahrain Grand Prix. As a tradition, you've got the preseason testing there as well. We'll be able to see the cars and let's see how they perform. Hopefully not too much of this going on. Um, we'll also see all the crazy liveries. A lot of black has been working its way back into a lot of the liveries. We've got a bright green, neon green one. Um, let's see how that looks looks quite tron looks quite cool um and we've got some weird names as well we've got the alpha tower we've now the visa cash app rb red bull i guess so uh, i guess that's the visa team visa cash team oh, sounds atrocious I, I, um, I just can't work it out alpha um and now the stake f1 team kick sauber what what does that like, mean it's sauber that, boys it's sauber stop yeah, you know I, I want them to get sponsorship yeah sponsorship's great but this is what happens when you make your team name by committee um stake f1 team kick sauber i think we'll call it sauber they may call it stake uh, sauber's got the history so it, i think we're going to call it sauber yeah. huh well it, it, there's do you know what there's, there's been this in formula one loads you know it was marlborough mclaren you know it's been there forever you know it was benson and hedges jordan there's all this you know obviously smoking and alcohol sponsorship is not there well we have heineken don't we all over formula one so forget the alcohol thing but uh but mm. it's always been there but it's sauber it toro rosso alpha towery rb it's red bull it's red bull's number two team yeah you know it, it, that's what it is uh, but these title um, sponsors bring money in so the rb uh we we'll call it RB, I guess, or Visa Cash. Um, the livery <laughs> looks very, very much like the old Toro Rosso with that does, blue yeah. and yeah. the white and the red and everything. Um, and I think that's also good because it's going to stand out with the American fans. It's basically red, white, and blue. So maybe that's yeah. their trick. It's That's kind of their American maybe. kind of car. And then Red Bull, we've yet to see it. Next week, we've got more of the big teams um, unveiling their cars and their liveries for the season. So we're excited to see that. We'll have a look at um, Bahrain. And we'll give our review after the race. If you have any questions or comments, please let us know. If you've got a link into Gunter Steiner, let us know too. Uh, <laughs> we'll be happy to do that. But Race House is back and with a bang. And we can't wait to get stuck into this F1 season. So uh, for Race House today, that's uh, goodbye from me, Joe Lee. And it's goodbye from me, Darren Reeves. Take care. Take care.